Hey, Mac, when does deer season start? Well, if you want the best deer herd possible, Lanny, you need to start right now. Right now. That's, That's why right. we're starting our promotion. I mean, we've got a deer season starts now promotion on plantbiologic.com where you can pick up our game changer soybeans, our forage soybeans, and our spring protein peas. While you're there, you might as well go ahead and pick up some brassicas like our final forage and winter bowls. Yeah, stock up for the cool season planting right now. Listeners to the GK Podcast, if you use coupon code GKPOD, you can save an additional 10% off our entire selection of warm season, cool season, and clover food plot seed. Get started today and visit plantbiologic.com for an unforgettable fall. I am Jeff Foxworthy, and welcome to Gamekeeper Podcast. If you want to learn more about farming for wildlife and habitat management, then, buddy, you are in the right place. Join the Gamekeeper crew direct from Mossy Oak Land Enhancement Studio as they discuss the latest wildlife and habitat management practices, news, and, of course, hunting. There's no telling what you'll learn, but I'm going to tell you, I bet it's interesting. Enjoy. We're live in three, two, one. All right, everybody, here we are once again, West Point, Mississippi. Lanny, I've been looking forward to this one for uh, this is gonna a, be a good one. few months, yeah. yeah. And, and But before we get started, though, Lanny, I, you did something to us this what? past week, and you didn't even realize you did it, I don't think. What did I do? You, we did a podcast teaser for the, for the podcast about on, the Onyx uh, subscription yeah, and yeah, the yeah, new yeah. services that they offer. Yeah. And you mentioned crack, and Facebook blocked – Everything that I we do. I wondered why people yeah. have been texting me on X is like crack. Y- yes. So that's what I said. And Facebook shut us down. We really shut yeah, you because down. Because you mentioned that? crack. Well. You've got to be more careful. Would you, I mean, I, you know. I didn't know that. It's the most addictive thing I, I, I've ever, I know of, I well, guess. Did I just, I mean, maybe I have just. Have you ever had crack? So. Richie, don't use this as a teaser <laughs> for sure. For goodness sake. So, so, so I, I did say that because I did have some texts saying. On X is like crack, but I didn't think I went that far. You did. You did say that. I, I typically go over the line a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you did. So, so Dudley, I had a question for you. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of uh, of red buds right now blooming. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you. They're not red. They're purple. They're purple, and but they're called red buds. Correct. And when I googled it to understand why, I was kind of blown away, but with the answer. Well, uh, I don't think the word pink had been invented yet. Yeah, so what I read, Lanny, I said they were purple. it says that originally this tree, according <laughs> to legend, that this tree uh, it, it, it was had white blooms. And this, the redbud tree is the tree that Judas hung himself in, and the tree turned a blood color purple. Really? After, after that. That's what the legend says I read. So is that, uh, is that the, right aligned with the dogwood story? It, it kind of is. You huh? know? I would think somebody that's a dendrologist like Dudley, yeah. would, that would have just popped My right understanding out. is that uh, you know some dude came over here to botanize, huh? and uh, it was before the word pink was used in our language. Okay, so we call it red, bud. So it it's a purple, shade of, but they wanted to name it pink. Yeah, it, it is purple. It's not... Uh, okay, know. whatever. Uh, maybe they didn't have purple either back then, hmm. but very possible. Yeah, Circus canadensis. There you go. You knew that. See, that's that's what I call them. I love seeing them. They're just beautiful. Mac, when you drive to work every day, they're everywhere, aren't they? They're gorgeous. Well, what, what's interesting about that is this is the earliest spring in my memory. Yeah, and me it's too. Supposed to be the <laughs> earliest spring in recorded history in our particular area. 
I've never uh, seen it. But things bloom are blooming at like in the wrong order. So we have red buds in full bloom, but we have oak trees that are already Leafing flowering out. and yep. beginning to leaf out at the same time. Uh, right now. And they're usually, you know, two or three weeks apart. Um, I saw a dogwood blooming uh, Sunday afternoon on my Sunday stroll in the government woods. Have uh, you seen a pecan bud yet? No. Ah, you know the pecans don't lie. But they'll yeah. probably be really early this year. Mac, you fact check what you So mean? my first fact check uh, on the podcast was the first recorded use of the word purple dates back to the late 1900s AD. So okay. it definitely yeah, wasn't purple. Had purple. Well, what about pink? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, so I tell you what, Duke. See, and everybody, listen. I found this very interesting. I, I, I just googled why are red buds why are red buds called red buds when they are purple? Well, look at you, it, you little Google person. And it popped up a great story about Judas. Well, there are some white flowering selections of red bud, mm. just like there are some pink flowering selections of dogwood. It's very rare. And it, but, it it mentioned those too. Yes. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> but I liked that Judah story. I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty good story. So look, today's podcast, we, we've been kind of courting this guy for a couple of months to try to get him on. And he's got a Instagram page and a website that's it's just pretty know, cool. It's just really cool. It's, it's really insane. Cool. I it mean, is. I have notifications when you know when he posts so I can immediately check it out if you love and are and are just impressed by nature you just got to check it out i yeah. mean because it's it's just impressive everything from animals to insects to weather to everything so so it's called nature is metal and it is and we've got rick over here uh on zoom that's joining us and uh listen to rick what is this I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Richie, that was actually supposed to be at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. That was kind of the plan. <laughs> so, hey, Rick, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we have yet to make Rick smile. I'm, I'm, that's my day. <laughs> I think he smiled. He just did. There it is. There it is. Yeah, Rick. It's wait. hidden. It's yeah. hidden under the beard. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, tell us about, what can you tell us about Nature is metal. It's just how you uh, got started. Yeah, I, we, we want. And, and let me say this: Look, I ask you a question, and then I start talking. Yes, he does. But we we thought, well, is this in our lane to talk about this? A hundred percent. This I, is in our lane. I think it really is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Our lane. I mean, no doubt. So yeah, so, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, I I, I really am too. Um, the metal thing is neat. Like me and a buddy have this thing where when something's really cool, we say that's metal. Dude. That's right. And I assume that that's kind of where he was coming from, but uh, am I understanding that he uh, is a musician, Rick? Are you a musician? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a musician anymore. I used to be. Okay. I mean, I guess you never really, yeah. once you're a musician, you're always a musician. So I guess you're technically correct, but I don't really play as much as I used to, but yeah, that's pretty much where it came from. It, it all started with, um, I used to go on Instagram like this started six years ago. So I, I used to go on Instagram and I used to see like people posting like cute nature photos and stuff. And like, it was whatever. It didn't really bug me at first, but then I remember one, one post in particular. I, I remember like, um, I don't remember the account. I don't remember who posted it, but it was something like, uh, 
like remember like the coca-cola polar bears oh yeah like it was yeah i remember that that was like the mascot for a while yeah well someone had i don't know he posted a photo of him like he was petting a a a baby polar bear or it was like a full-grown in a zoo like a like a polar like a full eight foot tall polar bear he was petting it and taking pictures of him petting it and posting on his instagram and it just drove me insane. I was like, because that thing in the wild doesn't even look at you as anything but food. Like you're nothing to that thing. You are not anything but like a, piece a source of, protein. of food. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Protein. So protein. That's right. For some reason, this guy thought it was a good idea to, I don't know, show off that, oh, look at this. I can touch this death machine and it's not going to kill me. Um, but the whole point of social media is like, and I mean, that's not the whole point, but the, the, the reach that you get on social media is it's like crazy. It's like, you can reach the amount of a crazy amount of people with one post. And this one reached a lot of people. And there was a lot of people like, Oh, I want to touch a polar bear. And it was like, yeah, something's gotta be like, there was something that really like just really bugged me about that post. So that's where it started. Like I can, I can use that as the source of Your inspiration. where this page started. Yes. I wish I could remember the account so I could like name them, but I, I can't, <laughs> but, um, so that's where it started. So I was like, what would happen if I just started posting stuff that was more realistic? Well, um, yeah, and it, it started small and it started really small actually like i remember at one point we had like well everyone starts at zero followers but when it was like really tiny it was like 1500 1600 followers and then um joe rogan started following us or Ah. started following me and i remember i was working with a friend of mine and i turned to him i showed him the phone i was like man that's really cool like look who just started following me and we we were like like, high fives or something and then i forgot about it just kept doing what I was doing. And then a month later he reshared something on, on his like account. And ever since then it's been, it's been bananas. Like wide open. The account. Yeah. The account grew. Like when he did that, the account grew, like I would say to like a quarter million people within like two weeks. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Wow. Hey, yeah. He's got quite it a voice. Nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he does. When, and you're absolutely yeah. right about that polar bear because everything I've read about them is if if they see you, they they're going to hunt you. I, I never will forget when the you said the Coca-Cola polar bear commercial. I, my I was young. My grandmother was you know old, obviously aging at that point in life, and she looked at me and said. I don't know how they get them polar bears to skate like that. <laughs> I was like, trying to explain to her, you know, computer graphics back then, but it was hilarious when we said that brought back some memories. But I tell you what, you know, straight up, I mean, nature's hardcore. I mean, when you really think about, you know, what these animals are out there to do, I mean, it comes down to them surviving long enough to pass their genetics on to the next generation and raise those things up. And that is, I mean, that's as hardcore as it gets. You know what I mean? So, so I've, I've been following this page for a while. And look, I'll be honest with you, Rick, that there's some things I start watching it and I'll get about halfway through it and I'll go, ah, that, that's enough of that. I don't need to see <laughs> any more of that. I mean, there's just some things that are pretty rough, but I mean, I enjoy the page. Don't get me wrong. And I'm a, you know, red blooded, hairy legged American male and I love hunting and all that. But some occasionally when those, and it's mostly around lines, 
like grabbing an, uh, a gazelle or something and, and eating watch, it. Well, and, you know, and it's still alive and there's two or three of them. I just them. can't believe you have such a hard time dealing with it. Well, that's, that, but that, am I the only one, Rick? Have you heard that no. before? No, I've heard that from a lot of people. I actually encourage the people in my family, like my close circle, to not follow it. I've told them straight up, don't, this is, this gets really nasty. Um, so I don't want you to think any different of me. So just, you know, just, we are, the way I like to talk about it is we are the antithesis of what um, social media is. Like, I'm, I want this stuff to go far and wide, but I don't want people like, I mean, of course we want people to share it and stuff like that, but I hate social media. I do I'm too. here. <laughs> I'm here to like, to, to inject reality into it. There's no reality, especially now, like the more, the bigger social media gets, there's no reality in there anymore. He's dead. So on. We are, we're trying to like, when I say we, I mean me. And like, I have like, I have a couple of people that work with me, like people that search content and people that help me with like, um, like our, our, we're trying to do like collaborations and stuff like that mm -hmm. to like get the name out there and stuff. But uh, what we're trying to do is be the antidote to this craziness that's happening. Um, and we will continue to do that for as long as we can. But I've heard that many times where like my, I have an aunt that she, she, She'll text me every time she she sees the number go up. Like when we hit like 4.2 million, she'll say, oh my God, 4.2 million. I'll get a text. Like I'm not even paying attention to that number anymore, but she is. But she has told me before that there's just some stuff that she can't watch. Um, and my mom has told me like, my mom watches like, she'll watch the stuff with like tornadoes and stuff, but she won't watch anything with animals because she just doesn't want to see it. The tornadoes. The tornadoes scare me worse than the animals. One hundred percent. Well, so do you think it? Do you think it's got like a PG rating? Would you say it's PG fourteen or something? Some maybe some stuff. Some stuff is definitely uh, rated NC seventeen. <laughs> but I mean, the thing it's about nature. it is, it's so real. There's nothing more real than than, that. than what you're sharing. That's right. And it's nothing more real than nature. I mean, it's just hot, you know. They don't yeah. care what their Twitter feed says. Like, Again, they're trying to eat, they're trying to survive, they're trying to procreate, and they're trying to make it. You know what I mean? And that's that's pretty metal. I mean, it just yeah. is. I mean, humans aren't <laughs> really real anymore. No, from, they're from not. That aspect. I agree a thousand percent. Every other species of animal and plant is. I mean, yeah. they're fighting to survive. Yeah, Dudley, as soon as this AI thing gets figured out that somebody can sit there and talk, you're probably going to be... First one out the door over here. <laughs> Whatever. He, he could, I, I hey, even, you could work on your dendrology more. Yeah. You walk through the woods and he could, so, he could have an AI thing doing his ass Dudley's each week. But I hate social media too, but I'm so incredibly addicted to it. Yeah. Oh, me too. That, But that's why I hate it. Yeah. Because it takes course. up so much of my time. Yeah. But when I, you know, before it came out, I mean, you would give me like an annual like a high school annual and I would flip through it. You give me a magazine, I'm going to flip through it. Yeah. You give me a a family picture book and I'm going to flip through it. So and now, now you're just scrolling. Now, yeah, I don't even I hate to admit it, I really don't even read books anymore because social media came out. Yeah. 
that shortens your ability to be interested in something? Is well, look, the way they design no, this stuff. It just makes it easier to assimilate knowledge is by just flipping through. And don't through forget a, about the technology behind it. The way they're building it is so to engage with you in every aspect. So they are watching your every move and then feeding you the content that you're paying attention to. So. So it, it it really is. Well, let's get back to that. Yeah, here let's we get, are. We're let's on get the, back to let me give a tinfoil so, hat off. So, um, <laughs> Rick, so how, how do you how do you get all this content? Is that some kind of a secret, or can you share some of that? Oh yeah, I can share it. We have a we have a big enough, large enough reach that now we have like a content page, like a content submission page set up where oh, yeah. we have um, people submit stuff. Uh, they submit like anything like we, we get a lot of like uh hawks because hawks are very common so like mm. everybody with a camera phone uh can can probably get a picture of a hawk if they see one so we get a lot of bird content but we get stuff from like as common as like red tail or like cooper's hawks to like people from africa sending us stuff of like uh hippos attacking lions or like crazy stuff right so it ranges in the beginning. We would just take stuff off Reddit uh, and just upload it. But we got into a lot of, we, we found out the limits of how far we can go with that. When uh, we started getting like copyright strikes and stuff like that. So um, right now we depend on submissions. Yeah. Submissions is like 90% of what we post. Well, so like the other night I'm watching it and, and so it's not only does it have this great video, but then there's somebody spends the time, and I assume it's Rick, to write out, hey, this is what you just watched. This is why this happened. This is what's going on. And it kind of explains the whole thing. And there was, a, I think it was a stork that had three babies, and she's standing there in the nest, and she picks up one of those babies and just chunks it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knows and, she can't take care of them all. It, that, that's right. That's right. It, it, so, and so he's got an explanation of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty fascinating. It's very fascinating and it's stimulating because it it causes you to think and you you think about other scenarios that may be related to that, like, uh, you know, how humans do things and you relate it to how animals do it. And uh, it just messes with your mind even more. And I don't I don't know how to explain it. So do you write all that copy, Rick? Yep. I, that's what usually takes up most of my time each day is yeah. uh, writing and researching con- content um, and then spending the time to write it out, proofread it, make sure I didn't make any uh, stupid spelling mistakes or like um, grammar. Like it's just, I don't know why I'm explaining to you why, like what it takes to write a an essay. It's basically writing essays, Yeah, but um yeah, the, it's. I spend all that time like writing all that stuff out, along with all the other stuff like finding the content, um, making sure we're cleared to use the content. Because w- when an account gets as big as ours, we also have to worry about like licenses now. So, um, if we use a piece of content that's not licensed to us, we can get in like a lot of trouble or like. I mean, it, it varies. Like it could be like a monetary penalty or something more, but there's a lot of things we got to watch out for, but, but sorry, 
the to the answer to your question, and I feel like I did this already. <laughs> yes, I write the yeah. captions. Yeah, and I could see how because it. I mean, they they are in depth, and so Rick, we've always we're kind of fascinated by by big cats, and we like to think there might be panthers in the south where we live but they're they're prob- probably on so so lanny Jaguars. has seen one so dudley and i are we're in the middle on on all this but so i find myself when you've got these cat mm-hmm. videos watching those and reading about how they grab things around could you explain how a cat attacks and i think you're really good at that from what i've read yeah they're they are ambush predators so you won't know that you won't know they're there until they're on top of you for the most part, as long as if you're if you're what they're after, um, yeah, you won't know they're there until they they have you, or they're at least trying to get you or something like that. But where, which part of the South are you talking? Like, what kind of cats? Well, we're in Mississippi, right here in Mississippi Alabama line. So we're talking. We know they're Florida Panthers, and uh, mm-hmm. and we know out past uh, you know in Oklahoma, Nebraska, we know there's some mountain lines that make it out that way. But you know, it's just a lot of legend here in the Deep South about Panthers, uh, Black Panthers, and that that sort oh. of thing. You know, and uh, you know, so I mean, we have a lot of fun with it. I don't think any of us take it all that serious, but we all would like to believe they're there. I, I know what I saw. I mean, it wasn't a panther, but I mean, I, I hear you, Bobby. I think he's poking panthers, fun a little bit. Panthers are um, so people use that word. I think they use it wrong, and I've mm-hmm. been guilty of it too. The word panther is just means it's just a genus name. Uh, so when you when you say panther, you mean like the black variant. He really doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> well, he uses that panther just like you're saying as a, a common term for all cats. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's that's actually more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but there, there are people down here that think they see mountain lions here in the south, and uh, mm. and, and a lot, and it, and to their defense, if you ride through Mississippi and Alabama, there are there's panther calling management area, panther calling creek, panther creek, so panther it, swamp, it, panther swamp. At some point, they, you know, some, there had to be some reason that somebody named it that. I would agree a thousand percent because they used to exist here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just don't think they've been seen recently. <laughs> no, they haven't. Yeah. Unless it's some random young male cat that decides to leave yeah, go Western look for Oklahoma a and, for a and go on a mission. Yeah, but uh, there are people that claim that they've seen them three and four times, and then there's even people that say they see a black variant and. Uh, that's what we're talking about here. It's just, but it's interesting that nobody's ever gotten a photo of one on a, on a, on a deer camera or yeah. something like that. Or a Bigfoot for that matter. Right. You know. <laughs> so, what about Jaguars? It could be. You know, I, that's what we, I because believe what we're seeing is Jaguars. I remember seeing, I remember seeing something in uh, Arizona or New Mexico where they had, uh, they, they caught a, they caught it on a trail cam. A jaguar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something from, from like from South, South America. America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jaguarundis, a small yeah. one. But they're in the. Uh, well, I think Mexico. I think South Mexico Texas, yeah. has yeah. jaguars. South Texas has them. I think they do. Yeah. 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 Those cats are fascinating. You don't think they can just walk up the Texas coastline to Louisiana? They they might could. Yeah, they I'm might hitch a ride with yeah. a produce truck or something. Yeah. Then slip on over there to Mobile <laughs> River bottom. So why don't you let, let's get back serious here for a second? And speaking, of, I, uh, Rick, I feel I'm so I'm lucky that 
that I'm here today. I don't know if everybody knew this, but but Rick, I'm speaking to you specifically. My dog last night ate a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. And uh, a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. So uh Copper did. I didn't know if I was gonna be able to be here today. Copper? Um that makes me I'm sorry, this is just my seven year old mind is asking this question. But when it pooped, did it spell anything out? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so so I was hoping you'd I'm say, say uh, you know, <laughs> well, how's he doing? And I was going to say, uh, n- no word yet. So, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Um, there we go. Oh, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. There it is. <laughs> All right, I was I was trying to make uh, Rick smile there. So, uh, <laughs> it worked. Yeah. So, uh, Rick, can you tell us uh, uh, some of your favorites? post yeah. or stories that have come yeah, in. Yeah, what's we, your favorite post? We'd love to yeah, hear some Yeah, what's the weirdest submission you've ever had? Mm, that's a good question. I think like, okay, so It doesn't have to, just, even if it's something that you weren't able to post, you know, what? what's something crazy that you got? Oh, okay, the, okay, the craziest stuff is the stuff that I would never share is um, so I don't know how I don't know how to phrase this to keep it like kids listen. It's yeah, I don't know, but it's so it's I'll put it this way. Anything with humans getting attacked by animals, I try to steer away from that. As long as like like I'll I'll like we had one a couple months ago of like there was a guy riding his bike. In like, I think it was in France or something, or I could be remembering that wrong. I saw but that he was one. he was doing some bike riding in France, and a, and a buck, like a red deer, just came out of the forest and just just nailed him, and just like just ran him through with the horn, like the the antlers. Um, so that's human involvement stuff that I will share because the guy survived; he didn't die. Right. He he was he got really hurt, but he was he was okay. Um. The stuff I'm talking about is more like, like the really bad stuff, like South America, like in South America, like they have drug cartels and they like to dispose of things in the river. Oh, am I making myself clear? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up what you're putting down there. So, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so they'll, they'll take a video of like a crocodile finding this certain something in the water. Yeah. That's pretty gnarly. And yeah. And I'm not. I'm not sharing that stuff because that has nothing like that's really that's so I, I also don't like sharing things where like like there's a lot of people on Instagram that like feed stuff to their pets. Uh oh. I don't share stuff like that either because that has nothing to do with the only the only natural thing about that video is the animal you're you're feeding. Correct. But he's in like a he's in an artificial um like enclosure, he's in your house. And he's not hunting. You're you're just making the food available for him. Right. So that stuff doesn't interest me at all. Um, but I'm trying to think of my favorite post. It's hard. But I can think of one that's in the last year. Uh, my favorite in the last year was the one where this guy, man, it was like the cre- it was the coolest video. It's still one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. Uh, he he was sitting there with his camera, and I think he's a he's a pro photographer. That's what's another good thing about this account is a lot of pro photographers will send us their stuff, and mm-hmm. man, we appreciate them because 
the amateur stuff's good, but the pro stuff is like, wow. It looks like Nat Geo quality. So he caught um, an orca. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, phenomenon, but in Chile and like Argentina, like Patagonia, uh, the the beaches there, they're not sand. It's like it's like stones and they're very smooth and like flat. So the orcas figured out that they could hunt sea lions on the beach by sliding on the beat on the beach stones, mm-hmm. picking these things off the beach and then wiggling back into the water. Um, and he caught that, he caught the entire thing on video and like crystal clear. Um, that's in, in the last year, that's my favorite. Uh, probably the coolest thing I've ever had the privilege of sharing. There's another video I'm thinking of right now that is also, it's up there, but I think the Oracle one beats it. Uh, it's just uh, this guy caught like the full sequence of like a cheetah catching, uh, I think it was a gazelle or something, like some small antelope. Um, he caught the entire process, but like you get to see this cheetah like, it's going like 20, you could see it hitting 20, 30, and then a gear change happens in this cheetah's like body. You can see the thing. It just hits this other gear and it just starts ripping through the, through the grass, man. It's one of the, like those two videos right there. Like I can watch those videos back to back for about an hour and I'll be happy. (laughs) They're just incredible footage, like incredible feats of like being there at the right time and catching this on film. And then also they, they're allowing us to share it, which is like still blows my mind that people trust us enough to give us their stuff. But well, you know, when you've, when you have gotten to the level that you're at, uh, it seems to me that it's like you're giving them free advertising by posting their, we'll give them a platform to share their, their work with. Sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent for sure. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, maybe maybe they try with. I mean, Nagio's huge. Like they are sure. like two hundred mil. They've been around for God knows how long, and they have so many followers. Maybe they, maybe it's hard to get a hold of them. Like the way they get a hold of us is just like DM. But I, I would imagine with they have like two hundred million followers on Instagram. So I would imagine their DMs are, you know, f- like fifty times or a hundred times worse than ours. Like. RD like my DMs, I can't even, I can't keep track of anything, mm. which I'm very glad you guys emailed us because I would have lost it. I would have lost <laughs> it for sure. What's your DM like, Lanny? Uh, you know, I don't, that's <laughs> Chase. Yeah, I'll we'll have to ask Chase. <laughs> uh, you know, talking about social media, I mean, we got Lanny over here who's actually on social he's got a code name well thanks bobby it, it, now, now everybody that. knows I've only, I've only we'll, we'll, we'll bleep that and so and when <laughs> when this whole process started with rick i felt like i was in a james bond movie because <laughs> we were t- communicating on some kind of a app platform that was very unique to me uh but, but so all this has been kind of interesting but yeah. I, i'm you know i'm gonna circle back and then we'll go on down with nature but the fact that 
all this started as kind of like anti-social media is is, is very well, interesting. Yeah, he's trying to get by everybody a reality check, which I think, you know, that is something that nature does for us every time, whether you're going offshore or getting out there, you know, actually being in the wild is, is one of the biggest attractions for me. So, because it is reality. So Rick, I'd love to know, are are you, uh, are you a a guy that's, are you a hunter? Are you interested in any of that or, or or just a nature guy? I'm just a, a nature fan. I'm just a fan of it. Um, I've never actually been hunting, but it's not something that I'm like, Oh, hunting. I, it's something that I would, I would love to do. I live, I live in an area where there it's it it would t- I would need to drive like an hour plus to get anywhere where I could legally hunt where I live. Well, you ought to come here. We go yeah. right out the back door right here. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we, we you ought to come. You ought to come spend a couple of days down here with yeah, us, yeah. and uh, we'd even let you wear the antlers. <laughs> <laughs> but I would. I also would like to say though, I I have not no problem with hunting, like. For like, if you're hunting for like meat, yeah, like to feed people, mm-hmm. have at it, man. Uh, the only the only iffy one for me is like the trophy hunting. Sure, like if you're if you're there just to like cut the antlers off something and leave the rest of it in the in the forest, that kind of bugs me. A hundred percent, it bugs yeah. us too. Yeah, yeah, we call it, it really wanting waste. Yeah. It, it is we do not. like the yeah. trophy aspect, but everybody we, likes we like big to deer. eat I'm big as, as much of the animal as we can. Of course, and like I, I can see in the background, like there's trophies down there, but I'm sure that those animals they didn't you didn't waste any of their like any of the things they had to offer. Oh no, no, they were delicious. Yeah, and so they, they yeah. Li- they had lived some a last much, night it was delicious. That's they lived right. a much better <laughs> life than a uh, chicken you buy from the grocery store. Yeah. I can assure you exactly. that. Um, so, which is one, one thing, another thing about your videos you share is, is it's so real, you know, uh, to me, uh, a cow that has to live in this enclosed thing its whole life. And then it's kind of weird, get a shock to the head, you know, uh, but, but all people do is go to a grocery store and buy a package of meat. Uh, so it's interesting how that works. Well, it is complete disconnect. Um, and it it's really interesting to me to think about how some of the videos you share pass muster with uh, the, the folks at Instagram, but yet I can't post a photo of me cutting up a deer I harvested to put in the this freezer. This is true. This is true. Um, so is there somebody you like call or do you send a video to some, you know, when you get as big as you are, can you send a video to somebody at Instagram or wherever and, and get like a pre-approval before you post it or? No, there it's, it's a gamble every time. It's, it's, it's something that keeps me up at night sometimes. Well, we have a hard time advertising like anything with guns, elk chops, you know, like we, we, we offer farm raised wild game and yeah. We can't even run See, a that, steak ad. <laughs> that is that's, getting blocked. It's pretty crazy. That's strange. It is strange. It is strange. <clears throat> I, I do my I have my problems with Instagram and social media in general are well documented. I've spoken about them um on on my Instagram page and like on other platforms and stuff. I mean they are very they're very selective 
in what they it seems it seems to me they're very selective in what they what they um enforce i don't understand the the elk chops or like posting raw meat i don't understand why that would get flagged the only thing that makes sense to me is that it's not instagram flagging you it's people like here's the thing when you get flagged is it a community guideline strike or is it a something else yeah do you remember yeah yeah, Dudley doesn't even remember what uh, what he told you. If you no, <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah, now that I think about it, I'm I'm assuming it's it's probably more likely somebody uh, reporting it. Somebody reporting it. Yeah, that would make but more that's sense. That's my guess too, yeah. because it used to happen to us a lot, especially when we were starting out. Because people like we had, luckily we had a lot of people that supported us, but we also had a lot of people that followed us because they hated what we were doing, mm-hmm. and they would report our stuff in mass and. The way Instagram works is it just works like if they see like a, a large percentage of reports on one post, that post gets axed. And that's just how it works. Hmm. That's definitely what's happening to us. So when when we kind of had this idea, the, w- the way this kind of concept for this podcast uh, birthed, Rick, was I wanted to do one on how tough Mother Nature that's is. Right. And so in, in my limited knowledge – I knew uh, the Lindsays, the jury, several of had rescued of us, yeah. white-tailed deer that had antlers that were locked together from fighting, and they, you know, went in with a chainsaw and rescued those. But they, so I was aware of stories like that, or you hear stories about um, white-tailed deer being eaten from the the, you know, the rear end still being alive in the couch eating them and mm-hmm. just i mean mother nature's tough oh or even the the resiliency of mother nature too what you know even seeing some of that hardcore stuff and then seeing this these animals survive to it because you know we've personally uh dressed whitetails out and seen where they'd had broken bones and then their muscles had calcified on them over a couple of years and they still managed to survive it's just that that instinct that real instinct to survive you know elk one of the the elk we were lucky enough to harvest in new mexico had completely broken you know his skull uh from fighting uh and but he hung with it and the pedicle ended up growing back over his eye uh but his horn grew out of it so you know it was like it really is amazing the real resiliency and you know how it's ingrained uh in them to survive yeah so i mean our our All, all all for one thing bobby What's that? A breeding opportunity for securing that breeding opportunity. (laughs) That's what it's all about. (laughs) But you know, with what he's doing, uh, it's a lot about eating nutrition. Well, I mean, you got to eat in order to breed. Yeah, (laughs) make a good point. And but I guess what I was saying is kind of my knowledge base was kind of here in the south and white-tailed deer and just how rough they can have it. But when you watch his page, it's stuff all over the world. Yeah, all over the world, and it's. it's just, it's just amazing. I wish you could just tell a few stories of stuff that has been sent to you that just kind of struck in your mind as being ex- extra rough. Oh, man. I have a folder on my computer of, like, do not touch, <laughs> do not share, do not show anybody that. Because some of them are just – that's where a lot of the stuff where it's, like, I the either human involvement or, like um, – to like i i'm pretty sure if i sh- like there's one there's one video i've actually tried to share it on every platform and i've got a strike on every platform for sharing it 
it was a video. It's actually, it's a, it's a licensed video now. Uh, so a company actually decided to put down money and buy this video off the person that made it. But yeah, it almost got me banned off YouTube. It almost, it got me banned off TikTok. TikTok is a whole other story, but um, very, it's like one of the hardest ones to get in on, uh, on like with this type of um, content. But um, it was a video of a guy, he was, he was screwing with a shark in the water and the shark jumps up and grabs his thumb and like death rolls like a crocodile mm-hmm. and just pulls his hand apart. Yeah. Like it's disgusting, but I mean, that shark didn't bite you because it wanted it. Like it felt like it, you were, you were screwing with it. Yeah. You're so, leading it. <laughs> like yeah, stupid so who games. Was, who's yeah. in the wrong here? Like, right. Don't go in the shark's but, house. <laughs> something but that's just like one of those things, like, especially if it was like, if it was like a bloody, like a human, a human's getting hurt. Even if that guy was fine, like the, the platforms don't like that stuff. Yeah, and I, 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 I understand it too. Right. Mm. But because there's really no guideline, like I'm learning the guidelines as I go still, like it's been six years, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's one of them you don't cross is if a, if a person like either gets seriously hurt or dies as a result of like a, a an animal encounter, it's probably not safe to share. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head though, like there's, there's a couple, there are a couple that, I mean, they're still on my computer and I'm just waiting for the right time to share them. <laughs> Perfect. Um, there you go. Well, have you yeah, got, it's, have you got, I, I just, some yeah, that, have, have you got some that you've shared that, uh, that you could describe so people could go back and look for them and, and, and see them a little story behind um, a little interest. If there's any interesting story to them. Well, there was one, this one, it didn't get a lot of traction. And the reason I think it didn't is because there's this, a lot of people do this on Instagram and I, I, I don't do it. I hate doing it. It's uh, it's the wait for it. The, mm. You know, when they, yeah. they'll oh, yeah. say, Oh, wait yeah. for it. Um, no, if you, <laughs> it's either you're catching this or you're not seeing it. I'm not telling you what to do because I, I'm, that's not me. I, I don't, you the videos here, I'm sharing it for a reason. You know the content we share. Just watch the video. But it didn't get a lot of traction because it happens right at the end. So it's a uh, blue heron, and like blue, and we've all seen blue herons hunt. They use their they use their beak as like a spear, and they shoot it into like a like a where a mouse is hiding or like a vole or something like that, right? So it grabs this vole with the spear. Actually, no, it was a rabbit in this particular one. It was a rabbit. It was like pretty big. So it grabbed the rabbit and it was, I guess it was holding it there. I guess it was waiting to, to transfer it from the end of its beak to like, to get it in its mouth. But while it was waiting, I'm pretty sure it was a red tail, uh, flew at it and scared it that it dropped what it had. And it just like took off with it. So it was like, uh, Kleptoparasit, kleptoparasitism in action, which is just stealing prey from a, a better hunter. So it, it it basically sat in a tree, watched this heron grab this huge rabbit, and then picked its spot, flew in and took it, 
And like it couldn't do anything about it. Oh wow! Well, so like hyenas do that a lot, don't they? These animals. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. Wow. The lions yeah. do it too. That video. Lions do it a lot. That video of the hyena eating the brain out of the. I think it's a hippo. Yeah. Was, that one was pretty good. Yeah. And I. I was gonna. Was see, I was gonna tell you. I looked out my window one morning, and there was a a red tailed hawk eating the head out of one of my chickens. But I, I wasn't able to video it and send it to you. So, <laughs> yeah. and then and then I walked out there to see if it had gotten any other ones, and there was a chicken laying there dead next to the one that was having its head eaten out of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I guess it just got scared to death. And I went up there and I just started petting it like, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. And it, <laughs> and it came back to life. It like stuck its head up and jumped up and ran off. It was like a faint goat. It, it was just, just scared a it to chicken. death. Yeah. Not to death. So, uh, oh, anyway. Yeah, Rick, I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. So, uh, look, we've got, you can't see Mac. He's waving. He's got uh, got a question for you. Go ahead, Mac. All right, Rick. So since you get all these submissions and I mean, you're finding all this information and video clips, what species of animal would you say that is the most ruthless? And then which species would you say you're most afraid of after doing this for six years? Like animals, fish, birds, reptiles. It's it's hands down. It's orcas. Oh, yeah. I was going hands down. <laughs> That's a killer whale for a region. Uh, they're really smart. I was watching some of that Shark Week stuff a couple of years ago. Wicked smart. And they learned how to uh, kill like great white sharks by convincing them to flip over on their back while they they're sleeping. Sleep. Yeah. yeah, and they go to sleep. Yeah. And then yeah, they actually, they force them to, they flip them. They know that flipping any, like a shark will put it to sleep basically. Um, I don't know how they figured that out. I didn't even know that. But they're able wow. to tell their buddies about how to do it. And they're, you know, actually worried that yes. they're going to drastically lower the populations of sharks. Hey, it's, there's it's like plenty the, of the, sharks the, out the there. The orca knowledge is spreading <laughs> the to orca. other orcas. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing animals. They really are one of the most intriguing animals I've ever seen. No doubt about it. And this is the same animal when you go to SeaWorld in, in, in Orlando yeah. that's doing Shamu. all the trips. One is Shamu. Well, they're also the ones that can <laughs> flip out and, you know, kill their handlers and stuff. So, mm. Mm. Well, think about it. They're used to having miles and miles and miles of ocean, and they're stuck in, like, this concrete. It's really sad. I'd be pissed. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Um, but uh, so that – that thing that I was talking about before with the, um, with the seals and the Argent Argentinian yeah. beach, uh, that's learned behavior. Like the shark thing where like one of them figured it out and then it taught the other ones in its pod how to do it. Y'all watch this. <laughs> yeah. And what's, what's really scary about them is how quickly they learn and how, like there is nothing in the ocean that can, that can, like if if twenty orcas show up where you are, and you're on their like, and you're the target on the list. I can't think of anything you could possibly do to get away. They're gonna chase you until you're you're exhausted, 
there's 20 of them. They'll take turns chasing you until you just can't, you can't run anymore. Um, wow. And then they're going to eat terrifying. You. Yeah. Yeah. We're really lucky that we're not like, they don't look at us as food yet. Maybe they're that smart. We just hope they are. Yeah. <laughs> that thing wouldn't taste good. It's been eating too many I, French fries. I did hear something about, I don't, I, this is just me remembering like a story someone told me or an article that someone shared with me. So this could be wrong, but there was somewhere in the world where I think an orca got hit by a boat. And then in retaliation for that, the orcas of this pod started attacking fishing boats, Whoa. trying to flip them over and stuff. Again, modern day take that with a grain of salt because yeah. I don't know for sure, but it's something that I need to look up. Super jealous. You know, uh, kind of circle along that same lines. Uh, this is in my memory of a story that I read about polar bears. Is that uh, so? They're up there uh, in the Great White North, and there'll be a hole that seals will pop up out of and come out and mm-hmm. lay. I don't know if they're laying in the what they're doing. I guess they are laying in the sun. They're black. It absorbs. Maybe it warms them up. But so these air. polar bears will lay there and they'll take a paw and put it over their nose so their black nose isn't visible. Oh, so that that yeah. when that seal looks around, he, he does. But, <laughs> I, I mean, they are the like they are an unbelievable efficient predator, predator up in that north country if i think if one sees you because you, you know there's been story remember bob folkrod bow mm-hmm. hunted a polar bear mm-hmm. i mean i can remember him telling me that they they said if that son of a gun sees me or sees us it's we, all of a sudden it's your ass mr postman yeah and he <laughs> killed one with a bow and arrow <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. uh, max got another que- question go ahead Mac. all right rick i've got one more uh if if you do you if you were to go hunt an animal, what animal would you want to go hunt? Hmm. Me? Yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know. So, Rick, I'm going to um, jump in here and just point something out real quick. We've got, without telling where you are, we've got a friend that lives very close to you, and I think we ought to hook him up, and I think we ought to create an opportunity for Rick to go hunting. I think you I think you would really enjoy it, Rick. Why tell hunting? Uh, it, well, or maybe goose or duck hunting, but we we could do something. We've got mm-hmm. a friend that lives pretty close to him, and between maybe we get him started there, and then we bring him down here for yeah. some big time stuff. But yeah. I, I, Rick, I, I I would love the opportunity to introduce you. To Once that. we put one of these whitetail loins on the grill, mm-hmm, you'll be in. You'll <laughs> yeah. be in. We've got Wi Fi <laughs> down here, so you could. We just got. Your yeah, we just got the internet. So now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it would probably be something small, like bird, yeah, like a bird or something. Yeah, most people start out with feathers, that's for sure. Yeah. And then actually, it's funny, you end up back in feathers too, as long as you do it, because there's just something enchanting about them, that's for sure. <laughs> it's something I would like to try, definitely. Yeah. So I'm open to it. Okay, well, I so tell you're you, telling us there's a chance. There's a chance. And that's a seared, a, if it's, we start a waterfowl, a seared duck heart is one fine morsel. I don't have to tell you. Uh, it sounds amazing. Now, Rick, I, you don't have to lie to him. That doesn't sound that amazing, does it? Yeah, I mean, they are no, good. I, I've, had, I've had chicken hearts. Yeah, I've they're delicious. hearts at a restaurant, and it was actually really good. So <laughs> they're good. Duck okay. heart actually does sound really good. Okay. Thank you, Rick. All right. So, uh, what what should we be asking you? If you probably had some things you wanted to cover, um, 
Oh yeah. We, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the eco eco defense group, the uh, partnership we're we're starting with, I mean, it's not really starting now. It actually started a couple of years ago, but this one is like it's now it's like official. Yeah, Lanny, where, this uh, this is interesting. Where um because so the company that I'm talking about, the eco defense group, is um they are a group of they're. I don't know exactly if they're former members of the military or they just know how to like they they train military personnel or like field operatives to protect excuse me they're protecting um like rhinos and endangered animals in Africa. Oh, so I've, they, I've heard about this. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're like a they're a quiet group though. They don't really mm-hmm. like advertise and stuff, which I mean, it's part of their thing, but we're going to try and get them more attention and hopefully get them more donations because they need they need things. They need like fuel for their helicopters, trail cameras, equipment like boots, stuff like that. They need because in Africa, it's hard to source some of that stuff. Right. So um, but basically what their job is. Is to keep um, it, it aligns with us really well because they they're what they're trying to do is keep the wild uh, as wild as possible. Yeah. Like they are, they're, no, no interference with humans, stuff like that. They're gamekeepers. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They, they, they Basically, really. yeah. But the company itself, the company we're supporting, they're training gamekeepers. Nice. So, like, I don't think they actually – if there's if there's a, a – an edge representative or sorry, they used to be called edge. I misspoke Uh, EDG representative on, uh, on, on the ground. It would just be like a, a guy that's like telling them like, okay, so you're going to, they're going to have like an, there's like an intelligence aspect to it where like they have uh, helicopters that fly around. Like, I don't know exactly how they operate, but um, one thing that they, they did want me to mention was they don't like, saying where they're operating because they don't want uh people to know because if they're operating in the area that means there's something they're trying to protect in the area yeah we totally get that yeah we we don't we don't tell where we're hunting either so but but so so, you know when you told me this uh in our james bond pre-call that thing that we had it was like uh you were talking about how these and what I've read and understand that these poachers in Africa, I mean, they're, they're at times they can be pretty sophisticated because there's a lot of money at stake. Mm-hmm. And, and so these guys are training locals and other people down there from what I understand to be able to be a, 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 a green wall yeah. against that kind of activity. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. cause. Yeah. And so what we're, what we're doing in the next couple of weeks is we're going to start, um, all of the merch that we sell on our website, uh, like a, a percentage of that will go to them, like right out the door. As soon as it's, as soon as it happens, it just goes right to them. Um, and we're also going to start releasing shirts, like, like, um, collaboration shirts with them to, um, to generate funds and then send that money to them as well. Um, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's really close to, like it's 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 hard to quantify it but like we are popular because of animals being animals mm-hmm. if animals can't be animals anymore 
like we can't operate the way we operate. So this makes sense to us. Like we don't want, I don't want people going in there killing all the rhinos because they are, they're, uh, they're like elephants. They're, they're very big and they make, they make life easier for smaller animals around them Hmm. without rhinos. Things, things change drastically down there. It's like, it's like taking a, well, it's like, it's like when we took wolves out of North America for a hundred years or whatever, they get really like screwed everything up or the way some people explained it, it screwed everything up. So same idea. Yeah. Well, so, so a keystone species. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. so, well, I mean, we love all animals. I mean, that's, that's kind of the heart of the gamekeeper. So we certainly want to see it. We want to support this. I actually spoke to Spartan cameras. They're, they're a sponsor of our television show. You, uh, I think they're going to help you. So uh, we'd like to get behind you, Rick, and help you help these uh, other guys. A hundred percent. That'd be, that would be amazing. Yeah, it's right, right in our our wheelhouse, as we like to say. So, yeah, and you know what, uh, Rick? At some point, we we'd like to maybe get you and somebody from the defense fund to, to come on and explain what they're doing. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Lanny, have you got any more questions? Or? I'm actually shopping. I'm getting me some nature's as metal gear. He's got some cool merch. I, <laughs> it's all, I knew you would like. Lanny yeah. wears only black. Yeah, so uh, it's my color. It's like Johnny that. Cash. I, over I wear here. camo and black. So, so yeah. And green sometimes. Look, Check I- back in a week. All right. Sounds like some new merch drop is coming. All right. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, and and I'm sending uh Rick some companions. All right. Got him to go shop in the, in the companion oh, store. Good deal. Like, good so. deal. Good deal. Yep. So Dudley, have you got another question? Uh well, you're you're on the subject of Africa and African wildlife. And this may be kind of a touchy subject that we can't even post, but uh maybe, what maybe is not. your what is your take on like the trophy hunting in Africa? Um, do you think that is overall good for protecting the wildlife or do you think that can be a detriment or, or do you know enough about that? <laughs> it's from what I know, I can only speak from what I know, but so trophy hunting in Africa, actually it's a net positive Let's just, let's say it like that. That makes sense. Uh, Like, I don't agree with, I don't agree with the method, but if, so like, for instance, I've heard stories of like problem elephants. Problem elephants are a problem because they're huge and they can just like destroy fences, houses. They can take, like, it's when people build houses in like an elephant's, like, like their territory and the elephant doesn't like it and it has a problem with humans for whatever reason because they live so long and they never forget anything i i actually think that's a that's a that's a true thing they don't forget um they'll remember you so um from what i've heard a lot of times when they when they do this this trophy hunting that is the goal is to get this problem elephant off of their like to, to stop it basically like they'll you can pay 20 i don't know how much they pay for these trips but you can pay this and this amount of money can rebuild the entire town and all it all it takes is this hunter gets to come in pay this money and he and he gets to take care of your problem for you now again i don't like trophy hunting not really cool with that but in africa i'm pretty sure like 
once that guy takes what he wants from that animal and he pays this money, the rest of that animal is going to get used by the village the town. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, yeah. so yeah. I know I said, I don't like trophy hunting, but when it comes to that stuff, if it's actually helping them, like, it's not just a guy walking in, paying the money and sh- like paying the money to, to one guy to shoot like this lion or whatever. And then just go, goes home and that guy just pockets the money that I don't agree with, Mm-mm. but if it can actually help the people living there and like, it can solve a problem for them and help them rebuild like the, the results of that problem, then I don't, I don't want to say I don't see a problem with it, but I can see it as a net positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that I think he put it in a good way. And, and so now some of the locals now all of a sudden look at wildlife as, Hey, that's, that's helping our community. And so they are not poachers anymore. They are trying to help with the, they, the wildlife. They protect it because it, 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 exactly. it brings that clientele. Because yeah, there's, there's, there are fees that are paid to each community. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if they have counties or communities, mm-hmm. but, uh, but there are, there are large fees. Gets that are back paid. to the community. Though. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so thanks for giving us your heartfelt opinion on that. That can be a touchy question. Yeah, it's a touchy sure. one for me. For it sure. is. You remember a couple of years ago, like that guy, the dentist got like run out of town for that lion. Yeah, Cecil. Oh, yeah. Cecil. Yeah. 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 So like, that's when I, that's when I learned about the African, the African style trophy hunting, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot more complicated, but so yeah. Yeah. Com- it's fine to us, us too. It really is. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, have you ever had someone who really really disagreed with with what you do have you ever had something scary happen uh, where, uh you know some somebody may have it. figured you out or whatever have you ever had a scenario like that you'd want to mention um so especially when the the account got like it started getting really big uh we were getting i was getting like um I don't want to say, I don't want to call them death threats, but they were certainly not happy with me. They were just very not happy with me, but I'm going to, that's how I'm going to keep saying it because I don't know how (laughs) else to say it (laughs) because they, they really seemed like they were angry, but they didn't know who I was. And that's part of the reason why. Um, in the, when we were talking about doing this, I asked if I could have my face not shown just because like, I like, you don't you don't know who's walking around. Right. That's Absolutely. Right. And, uh, but, but that, that hasn't, none of that stuff's happened in a while. So that just, that's just me being paranoid from like a couple of years ago. Sure. Um, I was also like, at this one, I don't know if I should mention it, but <laughs> let's just say the word, I'll just say the word blackmail. Okay. And uh, it was resolved, but it was a scary couple months. I'll say that. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was right near, right near the beginning, like uh, within the first couple of years, like the uh, first two years, I would say. Wow. We got um, hacked last week, uh, Rick. Or, or so. <laughs> so what does, ha- what does hacked mean? Does that mean they figured out your password or did they like break it? Uh, they broke in and basically, uh, got all our files and encrypted them uh, and then sent a ransom note to say, Hey, if you want your files back, uh, you need to get on this onion router, kick on our chat bot and give us some money. Uh, that's basically how it works. Man. 
Yeah. You guys got that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really don't think they knew what they had because it really wasn't that valuable. Because we were just like, "Oh hell, we'll run off the backup from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We'll just start over. <laughs> we'll just start it over." <laughs> so it wasn't like financial information. It was a bunch of art files and working files for stuff like that. But yeah, no, it happens. It's a very common uh, kind of currency these days. They they went halfway through yeah, mine, did they? Yeah, and just stopped. Yeah, they went halfway through Max and said, "Ah, he didn't have anything <laughs> just on here." Stopped. Just let him keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow we thought they were wanting a turkey vest it's probably what it was. <laughs> so uh, rick we got two more things we'd like to do with you uh dudley prepares some questions we call it uh, rapid fire and he'll mm-hmm. ask you some questions real fast and it's brought to you by our friends at springfield mm-hmm. armory and um so it, it, it's just it's usually fun and then after that we've got one more trivia question where you're playing for uh one of our uh listeners to win a prize so i'm at this point i'm gonna turn it over to dudley Okay, well, I'll be the first to say, Rick, uh, you're probably the most difficult person I've ever had to prepare these rapid fire <laughs> questions before because I, I really don't know you or know much about your personality. You kind of live a bit of a secretive lifestyle, and now that I know you don't hunt, I had to I had to Did mark you make some through modifications. A, I had to make some modifications, but uh, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna try this, okay? So it's pretty easy. Uh, He's going to say, you know, give you a couple of choices. You can choose one, choose the other, or say neither or both. So I don't think okay. that's really a wrong answer. Um, okay. So uh, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Oatmeal or grits? Oatmeal. Pop, cola, or Coke? Ginger ale. <laughs> I, I, I was meaning like, you know, because of where you're from, are you, uh, you call oh, it a okay, pop okay, or... Okay. Oh, that makes more sense. Um, I, I think we just call it a pop, uh, pop or cold. It, yeah. it could go either way. Okay, interesting. Cornbread or roll? Ooh. I love cornbread, but they're not, it's not that common up here, so I have to answer roll. Okay, tea, sweet or unsweet? Unsweet. Do you call it a possum or an opossum? Possum. All right, now music stuff. Uh, I know you're a, a music. You like music from way back. So, Dimebag Daryl or Dave Mustaine, favorite guitarist. Dimebag. Yeah. All right. Who? Dimebag Daryl, dude. Danny. Legend. Danny Carey or Nico McBrain. Danny Carey. Boom. Who? Uh, swim with orcas or swim with a hippo. Ooh. Oh, oh that's pretty. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> Orcas only because they won't look at me as food. <laughs> uh, deer hunt or duck hunt? Um, uh, as with the other question, duck. All right. Uh, and lastly, uh, would you prefer to use a modern amp or would you like to use an old vintage tube amp? Uh, I like tubes. I like the nice. way tubes sound. Boom. Okay. Good job. Wow. That's it. That really. It, the only the only musician Bobby knows is Neil Diamond. Well, yeah. You know, so is Jefferson Wait, and John Denver. You is, do have a John Denver. Album, is Jefferson Starship? Is that a metal band? No, 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 no not okay. That's like the fourth incantation of uh, what was the original version? Airplane. 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 Yeah, yeah, Jefferson Airplane. You know, so this guy Rick that we're talking to, I just realized, does anybody? Could, could this be Rick James? 
Uh, <laughs> it, it could be. I could mean, be. He, they have a definitely have a similar accent. I haven't heard anything out of Rick James in a long time. Uh, it could be. We that. both play bass. There you go. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. All right. So, Rick, now we're turning it. We're, look, there's a chance you get one question. And if you get this right, one of our listeners wins a prize. If you get this wrong, well, I don't know what we're going to do because we can't give him your information. But uh, so let's try to get this right. Okay. Sure. All right, Rick. So you're playing for J.S. Copeland, who left us a review. And the prize says, Laney, you're going to have to check on this. It says dummy line and a GK cap and a long beard light. So the dummy oh, line, wow. I'd assume, is the book. Yeah. But it's not a hunt at the dummy line. Oh, good. Well, hell well no. I mean, he, he, he gets one turkey. If All he right. Wants so to he's getting somebody else. And then can. a long beard light is a collectible beer that we've we've got it. Yeah. Uh, That's one we introduced at the NWTF. Sure did. Yeah. And. There's going to be a biologic T-shirt in every gift pack going forward, too. Courtesy hey, of, yeah, of Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I didn't even know we had them. So. Exactly. All right, so Rick, you ready? Don't, you don't have them in inventory anymore, so we're giving them away. Okay. All right, so what is the term that describes when a word is spelled the same backwards and forwards? So an example would be a band ABBA or the word race car. I figured he knew about the band ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> They're light metal, aren't they? Do I have a, is there like a time limit? No, no you got a few. You you can uh, okay. look at you. You can scratch your Give head. Give me a lot of dead air. So right now. Th- so there's one there's one of these that's kind of like a national treasure, and it's uh, if I if I've got it right, Lanny, I'm looking at you. It's a man, a plan, a canal, Panama, and if you spell if you do that it backwards, the same way, it comes out the same way. Race car. And I, I don't know. I'm uh, sorry. I really thought he would uh, when I when he said the band ABBA. Er, out of everybody we've interviewed, I I would think he would be the best at answering that question. So, uh, Rick, let's let's, let's uh, Dudley doesn't wasn't aware of this question, so I'll let you use him as a lifeline. And Dudley doesn't know either. I don't know uh, either. <laughs> Richie, do you know? I know what it is. Okay, okay, well, all right, let's look at let's look at Lanny. What's it called? A palindrome. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly right. And only so you heard that would before. ask this question. Yeah. A Man. palindrome. Well, yeah. I, in know. Bobby's previous life, he was an Arthur. Arthur, however you say that. So, yeah. well, <laughs> so I, well, I just you know trying to make everybody learn something every week. So that was that was fun. So, Mister Know It All, Jake Copeland can get in touch with us <laughs> there. <laughs> yep. Well. Uh, can you send me that guy's address? I'll send them some of our merch because yeah. I <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. That'd be but, awesome. So, what else are we? Is there anything else? Anybody got anything else we need to talk about? Lanny, you look you look like you're thinking. I, I just that. you know I'm I'm I've my whole life you know when I look at his page I think about and I know it wasn't as hardcore but watching growing up on Mutual Omaha's Wild Kingdom and being awed by by the wildness and the pureness and the realness of nature. That's why we do what we do. And I think, you know, his page does a really good job in to his point in this whole, you know, I don't want to get on my soapbox, but fake world, you know, we, we could tend to get caught up in today with all these media aspects. So thumbs up, Rick. I mean, that's awesome. Keeping it real, letting people know, you know, what, what's real is real. And, like you said, life eats life, and nature is freaking metal. I mean, it's hardcore out there. It really is. So uh, I just continue to be amazed by uh, the sheer uh, 
coolness of nature. Quit, quit <laughs> giving me my my music, Richie. <laughs> this is what y'all pay me to do. So, Rick, we're real impressed with your site. Yeah. That, oh my gosh. We, we enjoy it, and uh, and you probably you need to go follow our gamekeeper page. Yeah. And Mossy oh, Oak. Absolutely. And uh, you know we got a TV show. It it uh, probably doesn't air. A Okay, look. Uh, mark mark time that time code. code. Yeah, <laughs> yeah broke security, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, mark that time code. But uh, we got a television show. You might catch that sometime. But uh, well, I, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, I look forward to you know hearing about Rick Gold. Maybe take, taking Rick Gold hunting. And, I, I'd and, like and to do that, Rick. I'm very serious. It. We'd love to, uh, to love have to, you. To hook no you up. That'd be great. I would love that. Cool. It, you know, it might even be that some some mossy oak. Camo could be in his merch offering. We could figure out a way to Why make that Why not? Work. Everything's better in bottom line. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dudley, you're rocking back and forth like Rain Man. Have you got something you need to say? No, I'm I'm just overwhelmed that we're talking to one of my Instagram heroes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's exactly right. We're just really glad to have you, and uh, you're even cooler than I thought you were. No doubt. So this is great. No, thanks. Honestly, guys, thanks for having me. And uh, I'm – that palindrome question is going to kill me. <laughs> to answer that, I should have known that, man. But but thank you for having me, and thank you for allowing me to talk about uh, the EDG Absolutely. partnership we're having with. And, uh, yeah, if, if that's something you really want to do, we could probably get someone from EDG to come on like down the line sometime that'd be awesome yeah we'd i love think that. so yeah we'd love to talk about yeah, that. yeah that's for sure for real that'd be great for shizzle as we say <laughs> that's that's not metal that's not metal <laughs> hey i i love snoop dog i love him so he, you could say it's great i don't even know if bobby knows who snoop dog <laughs> is <laughs> you know my wife went to a snoop dog show when she was pregnant with my middle child so. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Snoop's awesome. Oh, I love that guy. I do too. Well, well, this has been fun. It's been, uh, I would encourage everybody to go on Instagram yeah. to Nature is Metal and, no doubt about and it. check him out. So. You might get two or three more followers after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So be checking. Be awesome. Just uh, as long as they behave, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I can't think of anything else. Lanny, what about you? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, why don't you say goodbye, Dudley? All right, Rick. Thanks again. Goodbye, Dudley. Get us out of here, Mac. Mac. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Gamekeeper Podcast. And be sure to tune in again. Subscribe to Gamekeeper Farming for Wildlife magazine. And don't miss the Mossy Oak Properties Fistful of Dirt podcast with my good buddy, Ronnie Cuz Strickland.